I am so excited that today we get to have a unique conversation about things that are special, different, and even creative You're that makes us who we are. It. You're too excited Stay about tuned. It. We have an amazing conversation for you today on our podcast. Good morning, all of our friends along the Gulf Coast. We are so glad that you joined in today for yeah. another day of the Echo Stop Live podcast. I'm Kevin, and I'm here with my good friend, Curtis. How are you this morning, Curtis? I'm great, man. Uh, I hope I will be even better later after this podcast. Well, um, I believe that the conversation <laughs> that uh, I think is going to happen here on this episode today is going to be one that will make us all better. You think so? I'm pretty confident it is. Okay. Um, so... Here we are in the month of May already, mm -hmm. years going by. We've got lots of big events planned. Um, and I think today's a good day to maybe stop for a second and just do a little reflection. What do you think about that? You want to reflect on reflection some Reflection is always good for the heart and mind and soul. Well, good. So if we're going to reflect, let's start at the beginning. Because a reflecting has what? It has an image. And so when you have that image... We have to go first and foremost to where we came from. And so today I want to have a conversation okay. about the things that are different, but that when those different things come together mm -hmm. in one place, like Mobile, like all of the communities along the Gulf Coast, we're able to see, exchange ideas, and really understand what it means to be unique, different, and, and even culturally diverse so that we can bring this one idea of one community together. So I want to start with God because if the image is the reflection and the reflection is the image. That's where I go. Where do you go first? I think I follow you. I track you on that one. I believe okay. the same. Okay. So uh, what, let's kind of let just let's have this conversation for just a minute. If we're going to talk about these mm -hmm. things, we're here for a reason. Mm -hmm. And when you say we're here for a reason, what do you mean? I mean, we have a purpose. Okay. Right. And if that purpose is to provide something in service, of service, and for service, mm -hmm then our community is greater when we, as community members, whether you're sitting here hosting the podcast or you're listening as a viewer in the audience, mm -hmm. we were all created with that purpose. And so let's start from the very beginning and work on to see how that transpires into what we can do in our community. This, this clearly is about all of the things, faith, family, education, and mm -hmm. government. We've had that conversation before, mm -hmm. but now how do we turn those ideas into sort of the hands and feet that walk amongst us in our community and the different ideas, when we see one thing and we have different perspectives on what that means, how do those perspectives relate to our uniqueness, our cultural diversity, but also to our purpose? I like the word perspective. Yes. Perspective uh, is, is such a word that is, that's not easily defined because everyone's perspective is always different. No one ha always has the same perspective. One group may have one perspective, another may have another, but they may be looking at the same thing. And it's giving them the same evidence, but they're deducing something different. Yeah, you know what's interesting? Um, when you think about community, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we base our vision of what community is 
on what we think society is supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. So we define what we think a society is supposed to be, and then we try to make our community look that way, when in fact, society is a representation of what each of our unique communities are. And so I think we look at it the other way. I think we go straight to our community. We're sitting here in Mobile. We have access to communities mm -hmm. all across the Gulf Coast. We broadcast not just here in Mobile, but we're broadcasting this out to anybody and everybody who wants to come alongside us and make their community safer. And so let's turn that on its head for just a minute. And, and I know you uh, mm -hmm. um, are often bringing up some of our famous SRP moments. <laughs> uh, I want to sort of side date that for okay. just a second. And let's talk about this whole idea of social, uh, of social contracts, you know, this sort of agreement, mm -hmm. right, that was proffered uh, way back when, when we talk about hey, I want to be a productive member of the community. What do I provide in the community and what does the community provide to me? So let's let's ask those couple of questions here, you know, two questions. Mm -hmm. What does a community member provide to the community and what should the community in return provide to that community member? Uh, it's a reciprocal thing. I think the uh, people in the community should provide something tangible as well as something intangible uh, to people in the community. And that should be recipro reciprocated back to uh, the community because in and of itself, uh, we're all part of the same community, and we all are part of, like I like to say, the ecosystem. The ecosystem is that thing that everything is attached to everything. Nothing is independent of itself. Uh, so we have to look at things from that perspective. And when we look at it from that perspective, we realize very quickly that we're all dependent on one another. We have to have one another, in fact. Uh, some may need one more so than they need the other, uh, but... And oftentimes when that happens, we tend to neglect one because because we don't need them as much as they need us. Uh, but when we're not careful, we end up realizing that we need them much more than what we thought. All right. Question. Deep mm -hmm. question. You know, on this on this mm -hmm. on this podcast, we're, we're pretty much not afraid to go anywhere. Right. Okay. I'm going to try not to get tight on this time. OK. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's 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 have a let, let me ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Do you believe. Um, and do you think there's a, a sort of a cultural experience behind this where people who have talents change their inspiration to use those talents, maybe based on how they're perceived in society, how they've been treated throughout their life, how people treat them, or whether or not they have had opportunities to present this? So they, they have this God-given talent. Mm -hmm. They have this purpose. They have this reason to exist. Do you think that that in any way can be manipulated, if you will, whether intentional or unintentional, mm, I like by, how, by how people treat them, how they're received, whether it's in school, whether it's at home, whether it's at the workplace. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this, and I want you to kind of track off of this one. Social constructs, okay? okay? Think about that and what that means. Social constructs are things that define society. Uh, we live in a social construct. Um, um, they can be something as simple as where it all started, and that is uh, from a biblical sense. Yep. Okay? That's where we started this Ultimate podcast. social construct, right, <laughs> right. Uh, but that was for our good. It was for the benefit of all people. Uh, but what happens over time is that we start to take bits and pieces off of that all well-defined social construct that we call the Word of God, and we start to splinter that into our own individual social constructs. Okay? And a social construct survives based off of what? It survives off of people gravitating to that, that thought or that, that, that sense of, of acceptance, that adherence of something that was created uh, to, uh, 
to, to define a certain purpose, uh, our laws are social constructs. Mm. Okay, so don't let me just keep talking. I need you to add in something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think you're on to something here, mm-hmm. and I think this is exactly where I want to have this conversation mm-hmm. because those laws and those social constructs are different when you travel to different places in the world. So when mm-hmm. we talk about our unique community, we have people that live here mm-hmm. in our community who are either first generation, second generation, maybe third generation from other places around not only our country, mm-hmm. but other places around the world. And values and norms, the way people are treated, what's accepted, what's not accepted, may be different in those different places. And so that has to have some influence, right? So you're calling culture yes. a social construct. Correct. You, you asked for my opinion. I just gave it to okay, you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that, that really, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, I think that, in fact, is what we're really talking about. And so how do you look for that in the place where you live? So this is, this is for our viewers, right? So, so to bring you alongside and for you to come alongside us in this effort to make this place a better and safer place, really. I mean, what's the goal here? The goal mm-hmm. is to make this as safe as, as we can. And we do that through mm-hmm. impeding violence and mm-hmm. improving perception. And, and this is a perceptive talk, really. Mm-hmm. And so when you have that conversation here in our community, how do we stop for a second, pause? I like mm-hmm. to use the word pause. Mm-hmm. How do we pause for a second and recognize that social constructs, but different diverse um, backgrounds, if you will, mm-hmm. origins, okay. have played out now in our community. We have different businesses here. Mm-hmm. We have different faith-based communities here. We have different academic institutions that focus on different areas. They're based on different uh, areas, whether it's uh, you know, a, a pure educational or there's mm-hmm. a theological basis to it. Regardless of that, they're all working towards the same common goal. And so, so if we're going to start with our original image and our reflection, and then we are, are all that reflection and that image in God's eyes, Mm-hmm. then how do we transfer that to our community? If we want to take back the streets in our community and make this a safer place, how do we harness the power of different thought and of diverse ideas? Let me ask you this. Um, do you think that social constructs are different forms of social construct that we have in society, uh, our communities and the different communities that you go into? Because you can have, um, you can have uh, multiple social constructs in, within culture or in community within one city. Uh, how do we get those different trains of thought and beliefs in line for one purpose? So what you just said there is an amazing thought because mm-hmm. I think you flipped the original line we started this episode mm-hmm. with on its head, and that mm-hmm. is you get out of your own way. And you say, okay. I bring something to the table. I have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. I see things different because it was the way I was raised. It's a mm-hmm. cultural norm within my culture. And right. you say, but I serve a greater God or I serve a greater purpose than myself. Mm-hmm. And so you flip that and you get out of the way and you say, how do I use this tool? Instead of as a means of saying, uh, hey, I don't like what you're doing or I perceive that as offensive and flip that and say, you know what? I have a different view than you do. Mm-hmm. You have a different view than I do. Let's combine the best of your ideas and the best of my ideas and let's make this best thing the best that we can. Well, this best thing we're making is our community, and mm-hmm. we want to make it as safe as we can. And so, so I believe there may be different social constructs, and I'm so glad you said mm-hmm. that. But then I also believe you flip that on its head, and mm-hmm. you say, but we must always come back to our origin. Right. And our origin is what's designed us. Mm-hmm. Our culture is what's influenced us. And so you have to put that design and that influence together, and guess what that yields? Your purpose. And your, your abilities. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I feel like, uh, you know, when we go back and we talk historically, and I know you, mm-hmm. you flip back to um, 
your 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 guy there, Robbie, the Sir Robert Neal. <laughs> you know, how does that also transfer into law enforcement? I think that uh, those principles that we all uh, heard at some point in law enforcement, whether it was our first day in the academy or, or somewhere in between, uh, we did we really digest that and understand that to what it really means uh, in terms of what modern day policing needs to look like. I think that uh, in and of itself. I think that 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 law enforcement uh, in different areas of the world um, uh, are, are managed differently, but the fundamental principles of them are still the same. And that is that law enforcement has to be part of the community and the community has to be part of law enforcement. OK, so when we think about that, that is that's the purpose. That's the purpose. It is designed that way because that's what cohes and help maintain a safe uh, and thriving society. So when that does not happen because of different social constructs or, or mindsets, because social constructs are no more than a mindset. So when that happens, uh, when and, and how do you get it back in line or back into alignment for that fundamental purpose of saying that, you know, yeah, I don't understand that in that particular culture or community, but I can respect it, okay? I don't have to lose what I follow within my own culture as long as we are trying to focus on the primary thing, and that is uh, enhancing public safety. So you said uh, you said something. Mm -hmm. uh, you said, said a lot of stuff. Well, you said yeah. a lot of stuff. I you did say a lot of stuff, stuff so, but you had a lot packed in the stuff mm -hmm. that you said. Um, a couple of words that I pulled out were fundamental. Mm -hmm. Purpose. And so if you put those two words together, fundamental and purpose, mm -hmm. it's, it's exactly what we've been talking about. So you're talking about law enforcement, you're talking about the ideas, and then you threw the word respect in there. Um, and I think when you take fundamental purpose and respect, I think you have solved a, a majority of the mm -hmm. equation because your fundamental purpose is your design, mm -hmm. which came from the fundamental being which designed you. And respect is the thing that separates us too many times with a lack of it from understanding that even though somebody may be different, we still treat them the way that we would want to be treated. And it's so, it sounds so cliche, right? Because we say this all the time. Mm -hmm. We learn this in school. We're, we're um, thinking to ourselves, uh, you know, the golden rule, treat other people like you'd want to be treated. And I just summed it up, and I'm sure my third grade uh, teacher probably yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> not real happy with the way I did that. But the reality of it is... Mrs. McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> you've been in my class before. Hey. Um, but you, you really have to go back to just a little bit of respect. And I think people mm -hmm. often throw out the word disrespect, mm -hmm. probably more three often. to one. More often than respect. Correct. You're, you're right. You're absolutely and, right. And I, I feel like that's part of it. Now, as we make our way halfway through the show, I want to do something different today. Instead of instead mm -hmm. of having a commercial break mm -hmm. on the show, I oh, want to I want to challenge you to a little uh, timed uh, event. This is your game show you were telling me about, right? Well, I have this idea. Now, there's no prizes. Show, right? There's no <laughs> prizes. I think. Well, you keep calling it a game show. This is actually okay. an opportunity for our viewers to come mm -hmm. in here, get on the edge of their seat to win an imaginary prize that doesn't exist, but really to come alongside us and see just from our unique perspectives today. Okay. Okay. So um, if we're talking about uniqueness, if we're talking about diversity, if we're talking about things different today, then I want to run a clock for just a few seconds. Mm -hmm. And when I say go, we're going to start that clock. And we get to each ask each other a question. And it can be any random question you want. And this is going to help our audience really see 
maybe some of the diversity of how different places around the country are different ways that we were mm -hmm. raised, how we might view things differently. And you can ask whatever question. I may or may not know the answer. You may or may not know the answer, but I'm going to try my best to beat you with this because I don't like losing games, especially game shows. All right. Are you in for this? This is your show. This is your, well, you're show. the first contestant. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start off with a, with a, uh, a, a pretty, uh, a pretty easy one. Okay. 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 Start off with a pretty easy one. All right, so let's start this clock. I'm calling it easy. Go yep, ahead. Here it okay. goes. Look, it's blasting backwards. You're already wasting time. We only got 50 seconds. Oh, you're talking. If you're let's in go. New York City and you walked into a pizza joint and you asked for a pie, what are you going to get? A piece of pie. Okay. Well, that's good. So you knew you weren't going to get a bakery item. All right, now it's yeah. your turn. Oh, I'm going to get you're, more difficult with yes, you here. You're wasting time uh, what here. Is, I get the right answer. What is your definition of diversity? Uh, all things different. I like it. Okay, I, I don't that was pretty quick. I thought you were going to be hard one. My, I'm wasting <laughs> 22 seconds here. I can sip my All water, right. man. Okay. If you are uh, traveling in Mobile and you had about two hours, what would be the one thing you'd want to see? Battleship. Awesome. Okay, your turn to ask a question. Okay, um, if you had Eight a chance to to grow anything whatsoever, what would it be? Uh, tree of life. Tree of life. I got you good on that one. I thought you were going to say hair. <laughs> <laughs> I already did that once. I've been there. That's like, why would I repeat what I've already done once? Plus, right. there was a purpose and an intention that it didn't stay long. So for whatever reason, <laughs> it left. All right. You did pretty well. I'm okay, going to give you two points right. on that. How many points do you think I got? Uh, you got about five points. You actually scored me higher than yourself. That means you okay. gave me a victory. But All guess right. what? I'm going to split my victory with you. I appreciate you playing along with my uh, silly little game today. But guess what? What's that, man? We paused for a minute. Mm -hmm. We had a conversation. Mm -hmm. We got to ask each other some questions, and in that, we got to exchange ideas and really learn. Do you believe that we exchange ideas even in that 50 seconds that we just spent? I believe we did because I got a chance to hear something that was your perspective, and uh, it may or may not have been mine, but more often than not, it was. Did we get in a fight or did we laugh about it? We laughed about it. So it is possible then mm -hmm. in a unique culture and in, in a diverse community to actually have a conversation <laughs> And enjoy it. And and I know that, again, that sounds like, oh, that's a far-fetched idea. You don't really understand or you're not in the situation where this is happening. But we have to start somewhere. And if we can start with a laugh, we can work to the more difficult and complex problems. And we do have some mm -hmm. more difficult and complex problems. By all means, I'm certainly not saying that everything's as easy as flipping 50 seconds on the clock. But I think here in Mobile, we've made so much progress. I just saw a report um, the other day, by the way, mm -hmm. um, just an update on Operation Echo Stop while we're having this conversation. You know, we started at 4% community involvement mm -hmm. um, in uh, areas where where shots being fired and gunfire was sort of a regular event. And, and we've had some ups and downs in that as we move forward, but we've steadily made progress increasing. But the perception piece is what we want to focus on. Like We want people to feel safe. Mm -hmm. um, and we're pushing almost 30% now, which means We've increased 26% of what we did. And I'm not throwing around numbers because I don't like to throw around statistics. What does that, tell you to, what does that say to me? Mm -hmm. That before where once or twice a year somebody might have gotten involved, now they're getting involved several times a week. That's how that translates to me. And I feel like that is monumental in when we talk about is it possible to have a conversation in a diverse community? Well, what's the diverse community, Kevin? Why are you saying that's a diverse community? Well, if somebody goes to sleep at night and they hear gunfire or somebody doesn't feel safe walking to their mailbox, that's a diverse environment. Mm -hmm. That is an environment that is different. And that's why you said diversity different. Yeah, it's different. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to sometimes say things are the same, but we're not the same. We're all unique. We all have a different purpose. We all have a different design. We associate that oftentimes with the way we look or mm -hmm. where somebody's from. What I'm saying is your experiences can also be part of your diversity. And I feel like we have to respect right. those experiences because when you understand where somebody is at 
in an experience, you know, in an experience type of way, then you better understand how they perceive things and how they understand things. And I think we have to, to give that a lot more credibility than we have in the past. And that's both in law enforcement and also just in general society. And I think community can also do the same back towards law enforcement and the government. Understand the perspective of where you're seeing things from. I think it's been said many times, there's multiple sides to the to the glass windshield of a car or to a building or to even a house or an apartment. And I think when you look at those things, um, I'm, I'm very excited about where we're headed because I feel like I've witnessed in just a short time that we've been doing this an incredible mm -hmm. improvement. And I'm so excited about some of the things we got planned coming down the road that are going to actually drive up that mm -hmm. participation. What are your thoughts? I mean, this is, a, this is a pretty big thing we're talking about. It is a big thing. It, it, it says a lot about what can be done and what can be achieved uh, when we are willing to take down barriers, uh, things that hinder us or keep us from actually coming to a common consensus and saying that we can do better. Uh, we all want the same thing. Ultimately, that common thing that we all want is to be safe, feel safe, and thrive. So I think that's something that everyone can get behind. I believe that the thing that we have to be very intentional about about is making sure that we don't allow barriers, our, our social constructs, our things that, that, that are focused more on culture and mindsets to hinder that progress. Okay. Uh, I agree with you 100%. Now, I haven't really pushed it out there too much on the show, but it's been on the bottom of your screen. But we have really two ways that are exciting for us that you can participate in this movement to make our city and our community all along the Gulf Coast as safe as it can be. The very first one is to send us an email. You can send us an email at echostoplive at gmail.com, echostoplive at gmail.com. But we also have, and we'll try to get uh, to answer those. I've got actually a couple of emails that are popping up on my screen right as I sit here. So we're going to try and answer one or two questions here mm -hmm. in a minute, um, Curtis. But uh, the other thing, too, is if you see something and want to say something, we also want you to do something, which is to contact us at our anonymous tip line. And that's 844 2510644 I believe that if you have information or can pass on information that somebody can do something with to help out a neighbor to help out yourself to help out your community to help out a local school or local business mm -hmm. whatever it is in terms of keeping them as safe as possible um, we would advocate you to do that through the anonymous tip line. If it's an emergency, obviously we want you to call 911, but there's a lot of information that people have, and sometimes um, they just don't want to put themselves out there. Here's an anonymous way that you can come alongside us in this effort to not only impede violence, but also to improve perception. Because you see, when you contact us on the anonymous tip line, regardless of which zip code you live in, regardless of what type of house you live in or apartment or wherever you live in, you have a voice and you have a role and responsibility in helping to keep our community safe, just as law enforcement, government, our education system, our families, and our faith-based community do. And so we believe that this, this uh, option to contact us on this we tip line is not just something that we say on the show, but something that we can actually tangibly do. We get asked that all the time, which leads me into um, this first question. So uh, Evan from uh, Midtown has sent in this question, and he is basically asking, uh, Evan, thank you, first off, for, for sending in this question, but uh, how can I strive for excellence when there's so much negativity around me? That's deep, right? It is. It is. Um, and what I hear in that question, and, 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 and thank you for, for, for sending that, what I hear in that question is, is, am I heard? Why is my effort going to be needed 
when all of this bigger negativity is around us. And and I go straight to thinking, well, that's what um, that's what the enemy wants us to believe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Evan, I'll tell it to you like this from my opinion, from our perspective here. It's a start or stop decision. You're either going to start helping change the way that this negativity is seen and make it disappear, or you can stop for a minute and pause and question the existence of the negativity. And our encouragement to you is, one, the fact that you sent us this question, even through an email, tells us that you've taken the time to want to be a start, to start making that change. And we're so encouraged by that. And so I would just encourage you to keep moving forward. If you can do something excellent, then no one has the power or the authority to throw negativity at you. And if they do, it should just bounce off you because you just have to keep walking forward. If we let that sideline us, if we let that malign us, if we let that offend us, if we let that stop us, then we'll never be able to use that start button and start making a change in the community. Those are my thoughts. I agree. I would say, Evan, uh, protect your positive energy. What does that mean? That means that um, go in understanding that you will have negativity that's thrown at you or or to you uh, because people are oftentimes uh, unhappy. They're unhappy because uh, many different reasons, but that should not keep you from uh, from being positive in your life and making sure that you achieve all your goals. So I would say protect your positive energy, and when there are moments to share it, share it. Uh, but but be on guard for those who seek to um, to damage it. Well, uh, Evan, again, thank you for sending in that question. I, I'd like to remind all of our viewers as we have these conversations. Um, here's the cool thing about it. You don't have to agree with everything that we say. You don't have to agree with anything that we say. The whole purpose of this conversation Mm -hmm. is to have the conversation. What we would ask is if you're able to participate, that you come alongside us, find ways to engage in the communities where you live or other communities around you so that we can make the Gulf Coast as safe as we possibly can. And some of the things you can do right now is we'd love to hear from you. So if if you're watching this or following us on Facebook, give us a thumbs up. And if you've watched this or intend to watch this on YouTube, um, as many viewers do um, through the uh, Echo Stop Live podcast on YouTube channel, um, on the YouTube channel, you know, go ahead and subscribe to that channel. We want to encourage you to make this part of your regular Friday 8:30 schedule. Uh, I know we do, um, mm-hmm. but uh, and, and Curtis is kind of trapped. I don't let him out, so he's here for a little while. Um, but we have to do something. This is different. This is unique. Um, we're growing. We have some really cool ideas coming up in the future, um, and we're going to change a lot of the scenery where we go because there is so much diversity out there to be seen mm-hmm. and, more importantly, to be heard from. Right. So, Curtis, final words as we uh, as we get ready to sign off this morning. I'm throwing it to you there, You're sir. Throwing it to me. Wow, wow. You always throw it to me. Uh, <laughs> I will just say, you know, uh, seize today. Okay. Seize today. Seize today. Yeah. I'm liking that. Yeah. Um, So uh, I agree. I think we should make the most of every moment. Um, And there's a lot of moments in this day. So there's a lot of opportunities. And if you feel like you've messed up the first few, um, my encouraging word to you is there's plenty more. So let's get back at it. Let's hit that start button and let's do what we can to make Mobile and all of the Gulf Coast as safe as we possibly can. We thank you for tuning in today. Uh, We encourage you to send us an email at echostoplive at gmail.com. Send us an anonymous tip if you know something that could help us out and keep the community safe. And until we meet again, until we see you again next Friday at 830, I'd uh, encourage you and your families and all your friends to stay safe this weekend and do what you can to make this the safest place possible because we know it's a beautiful place to live. Thank you.